Hello everyone, welcome to Dose of Winani the podcast. It is me, your host, your girl, Winani. If it is your first time listening to this podcast, I appreciate you tuning in and I hope you enjoy this episode. And if you are a returning listener, how are you doing? How have you been? Thank you so much for coming and tuning in once again for another episode. I really do appreciate all of you. And yeah, I am excited to record this episode. I just record the second part of something very interesting I decided to share. And so if you have not listened to my last episode, which is part one of this i highly recommend you go back and listen to that episode first before listening to this one just so you can have a complete and full story full picture of everything i'm about to talk about i think it will still make sense if you don't but mm, you'll be doing yourself a disservice if you don't listen to the entire thing so yeah if you have not listened pause and go back to the last one then come back you're gonna find us you will catch up with us So, in this episode, I'm just going to jump right into it. <laughs> in this episode, I will be picking up from where I left off last time, and I will be talking about how I foster my relationship with the Lord, as well as how I feel I've benefited from being in a healthy relationship with the Lord. Yeah, <laughs> benefits. Yo, it's so good, guys. But anyway um just like in any other relationship or just like relationships that we have with human beings our relationship with god is one that we should not just leave on autopilot you know you don't decide to get into a relationship with the lord and then not do anything about it you probably would not do that in a relationship with another human being who you truly care about and really want to keep around you. You're going to talk to them. You're going to make sure you set aside time to spend with them. And all these good things, you're going to serve them in a way or whatever that would look like for you. And in the same way, we'll do that for another human being. We have to do that for the Lord. We have to do that in our relationship with the Lord. Your relationship with God will not grow, will not evolve if you're just seated. If you're not doing anything, you are not actively pursuing the Lord. But you know one thing that's different about a relationship with God and a relationship with man is that while man can walk up to you one day and say, you know what, I need some space, I just feel like this isn't working yeah, we just need some space. The Lord, the Lord does not want space. God will never come to you and say he wants some space or he feels like it's not working. He will rebuke you when things, when you do certain things that do not honor your relationship with him, he will rebuke you and he will correct you, but he will not come to you and tell you that he needs space because he is constantly after you. You are the Lord's passion 
the Lord looks at you and smiles. He sings over you. And so he wouldn't want space from you. And so you shouldn't try and create space. You shouldn't create space, in fact. And so that's what I try not to do. In my relationship with God, I try to not create distance or to not create space because I believe the further I am from the Lord, then the less I can hear um, from him. Because God is always speaking. I'm not saying God is always speaking. He will speak through his word. He will use people around you. He will literally, sometimes you could just hear the Lord speak and you use the Holy Spirit. But if you are far from him or you have not positioned yourself to hear from him, then you will not hear from him. And relationships require communication. If you ask anyone what you need to make a, a relationship work, they'll tell you you need to communicate. And it has to be effective communication. Communication is a two-way thing. We talk to the Lord, the Lord talks to us. But if I'm not in a position or posture to hear from him, then we're not effectively communicating because then I'm just going with what I want or what I need, but I'm not taking time to listen from the Lord. So one thing I've done to cultivate my relationship with God and to just ensure that we're always thriving, even though I will say I'm... I don't always do well. I don't like I'm not always on point with everything. I have my days where I struggle, but things that I do will always do my best to remember and keep in mind just to really grow my relationship with the Lord in no particular order. The first thing is to surround myself with people who have the same desire as I do when it comes to the Lord and people who love Jesus. So when I say people who have the same desire, I mean people who are hungry for God, people who love the Lord, people who want to know God more, people who, like, their love for God is evident in how they treat others. It's evident in how they live their lives. It's evident in their speech, in their actions. I surround myself with people like that because... The Bible says that two cannot walk together unless they agree. And then there's a popular proverb about how birds of the same feather flock together. And then there's another verse, which I'm paraphrasing, do not quote me, that says something about how bad company corrupts good morals. And there's another verse that says iron sharpens iron. So... I've really intentionally been surrounding myself with people who I believe will help me grow. But of course, this can't be everyone around me. I've had people who I've been friends with for years and we are just not on the same spiritual journey and that's fine. And I also have people I work with who may not be Christian. I have friends who are not Christian at all, but I still make it a point to spend time with people who want the same thing as me, especially when it comes to that, so that I can be encouraged. People who will pray with me and pray for me. People who will just always point me in the direction of God. Even when I'm going astray, even when I'm doing what I'm not supposed to be doing, people who will literally call me and say, Wonani, no, 
you shouldn't be doing that. So we're going to fix that and we're going to do things right. So um, I've, in my last, not last episode, a few episodes ago, I have an episode called Making Friends in My 20s. And in that episode, I talk about community and how I've been making friends. So I I will bring up the point of community again. I believe I talk about community so, so much, but it is highly important and it is so valuable. I think community is very underrated unless I'm the only one who just underrated the value of community. But it is so important that you get yourself into a community of people who love God. Because another thing that people, that a very popular saying that I do not agree with is how people say my journey with God is like personal. And so you want to keep it private and whatever, you know, like you watch someone doing things that you watch a friend doing things that you know they should not be doing. And if you spoke to them, they would know that they shouldn't be doing it too. And you just let it slide all in the name of that's their journey with Jesus. I have my own and I'm just minded. I don't know. I don't fully agree with that. Even just the whole idea of just wanting to keep your journey with the Lord between you and the Lord. God, if, if that if that was God's intention, he would have just created you. He would have created me alone. I think I said this in my last episode. If what he wanted was just him and I and no one else, he would have made me on my own. But then God is so good that there are people around us who have brilliant ideas of coming up with um, communities that will bring people together to just love on God and to worship God. Surround yourself um, with people who do things like this. I'll give an example of myself. I joined the Bloomers community last year, which I spoke about in my last episode. If you have not listened to the last episode, you are missing out. But I joined Bloomers last year and it has just been so, so, so fulfilling. And I feel like I learn, I have been learning so much from Bloomers. And then my church, I became, I'm, I'm, I'm an active member in my church and I serve and the teams I serve in have also become my community, my connect groups and my community where I feel I'm struggling with my faith. I could go to them and say, Yo, today I feel like I'm not very sure about what's going on between me and God. And they'll help me out because like I said, the Lord speaks in different ways and sometimes he'll use people. Sometimes he'll use people in that in, in those communities. So also surrounding myself with people who are hungry for God makes me want to be hungry as well for God because I want to experience what they're experiencing. I remember I used to think, if I don't know if you guys know Stephanie Gretzinger, and if you've seen videos where she's singing, there's a meme, or it wasn't a meme, someone just tweeted something funny about how she sings like she, she sings like she's the only one who can, like, who's experiencing Jesus, something like that. Because when you see the emotion that Stephanie worships with, like you you think she's literally in heaven with the angels and the rest of us are just, you know. And sometimes I'd look and say, Lord, whatever it is that she's experiencing, I want to experience too. And I know I wouldn't get to a place like that by just like not doing anything, not trying to build intimacy with God by not doing, I would never get there. 
So being people who are hungry for God, people who are just so expectant for the Lord makes me want to feel the same thing because I'm like, I want to feel what they're feeling. They feel so good about something. I want to feel so good too, you know? And it just really motivates me and pushes me. And I really fall in love with Jesus more even when I see the people I I have around me because they love Jesus and they're happy. And I also just want to be happy. So if loving Jesus will make me happy, then I'm going to love him. Yeah. Before I continue, I'd like to give a very big shout out to the Sound Lab for editing this episode. The Sound Lab does recording, mixing, and mastering for audios, songs, podcasts, teachings, lectures, and sermons. Be sure to contact them using the contact details in the description box and let them edit your work for you. Thank you so much to the Sound Lab. The second thing is reading your Bible. Commitment to reading the Bible. By commitment to reading the Bible, I don't necessarily mean you're opening your version Bible every day. Um, I already mentioned this in the last episode about how I reached a point where I was just opening the Bible so that the days could increase and I wasn't really reading to understand. But I've really committed to not just reading the word or listening to God's word, but also understanding and you know, when you read, you have to ask the Lord, like, what new thing, what my, my dad likes to say, what new thing have you learned about God from what you've read? So it's like, I want to learn a new thing about God in every scripture, every verse I read, every scripture I hear. And it's been so good um, from the times I've spent either reading the Bible on my own or in church listening to um the sermon in church and there's just so much that we could learn from the bible about god there's so much the bible says that there's no temptation that is new to man like there's nothing that hasn't already happened before or that someone hasn't gone through before and before i used to be like hmm, okay and now like through reading the bible you learn that even as far back as the times of Moses, people were going through things, <laughs> you know, people were being tempted, like seriously. And so reading the Bible for yourself and being committed to understanding just helps you learn new things. It helps you see what else God is trying to say to you. And it helps you to know God. At youth this weekend, I was telling the teens that you can't, you it's hard anyway to trust a God that you do not know. And one way to know the Lord is to read, to read the word, to read the Bible, because he gave that to us. Every word in the Bible is God inspired. And if you want to know about God, you want to fall more in love with the Lord, read your Bible. Then another one is prayer and talking to God as often as possible. I do this when I'm walking, if I'm walking to get on a bus or I'm in my room, I will pray. Um, at church, I will pray. And I think my prayer life was not the best before. Like, I would struggle to even be praying for, like, 10 minutes. 10 is been a lot. Like, 5 minutes, I would struggle. But uh, my church, which I'm going to plug now at this point, because I talk about my church so much, um, Kingdom City, Zambia. Mm-hmm. So my church has me praying every single day, sometimes five times a day. Like, there's just always something that involves prayer and one of our 
atmospheres is that we are prayerful as our priority. And I think that's one thing that has really strengthened my prayer life. The fact that I have been forced to pray like at certain points. Not forced in a bad way, but you join this meeting and you need to pray. You join another meeting and you need to pray. And before you know it, you've been talking to God the whole day if you add in the time that I talk to God on my own. And it's just so fun because my own prayers, like when I'm it's just me and the Lord, are not very structured. Like they're not formal, if I can say. It's literally just a conversation. Like, hey God, today has been quite a day, and really just started going into it, and it's just been beautiful. We had a connect series on prayer, following Acts I, adoration, confession thanksgiving supplication intercession and honestly my prayer life has just changed and i love talking to god i enjoy talking to god i feel a lot closer to god when i'm in prayer i feel a lot closer to god when i'm praying and i think that's one thing that really helps our relationship grow that i spend time communicating with god i spend time talking to god and just hearing his heart for me that just letting him know, you know what's going on with me. The Bible says that God is concerned with everything that concerns us. And so I'm going to tell him everything. Because if he's that concerned, then I'm going to tell him everything. So yeah, guys, prayer. Then the next thing is dwelling in God's presence. And there's different ways. Um, you, are, Of course, God is always with us. The Holy Spirit is always with us. But we have to be intentional also about creating moments of encounter, creating moments where you just meet with God. And this could be worship through song or just spending time in prayer, just being intentional about being, how can I say it? Because I really want to emphasize the point that the Lord, like God is always with us. Being aware of the presence of God, yes. For us to be intentional about being aware of God's presence, because sometimes we just go about our days half the time not even thinking that God is in the room. Half the time not even thinking that God is there. But we want, I want, to be intentional about being aware of God's presence. And so I will deliberately set my mind towards that. Deliberately set my heart towards that. And like those moments are really the most beautiful moments. Because I'll just be on the floor crying not crying because i'm hurt but just being so overwhelmed by the love of god and by how much love i have for him as well so yeah being intentional about my awareness of his presence then another way i you know build my relationship with god is by serving others so how do i serve others through my podcast this is something new I'm doing, trying to serve people through my platforms, like my podcast, my blog, my Instagram, just serving people through those platforms. And then I also serve God by serving my family. I've really, I'm really trying, really, like I'm trying to uh, make it a habit to intentionally serve my family. And I don't mean like serving them food whatever, which is not a bad idea, but just being present, being intentional about doing things for people in my family, doing things for my parents while I'm still in their house, you know, 
things like that. So serving my family and also serving um, at church, serving his people at church. I serve in worship. I serve in youth. Um, yeah, serving in God's house. Um, I find so much joy in that and it just brings me it brings me so much joy just knowing that I'm doing something for God, knowing that people, um, I don't know, probably I don't even know it, but my actions maybe, maybe are helping someone else grow their relationship with God. And that just thinking about that just makes me happy. So yeah, serving I don't do for myself, not at all for myself, but it's serving the Lord and just giving of myself and of my time of my gifts and everything to god so yeah serving others we're supposed to be servant like when jesus came he served and so being able to humble yourself to a point where you can serve others is just something that will help you fall in love with god more i don't even know how to explain like the relation maybe if i think about it we'll be able to but i just love the lord more when i'm serving i mean it just builds i don't know my love just grows when i'm serving god so yeah then another way is another thing rather i've been doing is just making choices that draw me to god and choices that honor god because i don't want to offend god i don't want to hurt god but i'm i'm human i make mistakes i have seen i fall short i miss the mark and I repent, but I really, um, I really, 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 really do, um, want to always make decisions that will honor God because I want to honor the one who loves me so much and the one who I love. So I'm very mindful about my decisions, um, about what I decide to do, what I decide to say, where I decide to go, because um, I think, do I want to take the Lord into certain places? I don't know. It's quite, it's quite, it's quite funny. It's like, do I want to hear God hear me say certain things? I mean, do I want to let God hear me say certain things? You know, so I'm just, I'm just aware. But also, yeah, just making choices that draw me to God. Yeah, so that's really what I do. There's a few things I could mention as well outside of that. But those are some things that really help me maintain or grow or build or foster my relationship with the lord and you know since i've been on this journey with, of falling in love with jesus i my life has really changed my life has really changed i would cry in my room sometimes because of loneliness just feeling so lonely and just feeling so alone i would cry because of like I feel like I'm unable to handle certain things or I would cry when things don't go my way I, w I would have panic attacks and I would be like crying and unable to breathe because of the slightest things and you know I would I don't know there's just so many things that I so many things I think I experienced before and coming to really intentionally decide to follow Jesus and just deciding to know God. So many of those things have just been erased. I'm healing from hurt, hurt from 
friends, people I, from people I considered family. I'm healing. I am learning to forgive myself. And that is because now I know that God loves me more than any other person would probably ever do. <laughs> Not probably, more than any other person would do. And just the thought of that makes me think of there's no amount of unforgiveness towards myself that I could have that could outdo the love that God has for me. So what's the point of me holding on or just holding a grudge towards myself over um, things that I allowed to happen in the past or, you know, decisions I made where I think I could have done better? I'm learning to forgive myself, and that's because I love Jesus. I'm learning. Learning to forgive myself. I have learned to love myself. I'm a lot more confident in myself, in who I am, in I love what I look like. I love what my body looks like. I love all these things because Jesus loves me. And because I love Jesus. And if the one I love tells me that I'm wonderfully made, then I'm going to believe it. I'm going to choose to believe it. And so I, yeah, you know, let me not drag this out because I'm feeling a bit, you know, now. But knowing also that the Lord sees my flows, he sees the not-so-perfect parts of me, he sees the parts where I could do better, but yet he loves me still and chooses to be in a relationship with me, who just always blew my mind. The fact that the Lord who created everything in the universe would leave would like stop whatever he was doing i don't know just to come and search for me to come and find me to get me and make me realize that he loves me will forever blow my mind and so just walking in the knowledge of god's love for me has changed how i see myself and I love that I'm able to hear from God. I really do be hearing from God, you guys. I do. If I tell you that the job I have currently, when I applied for it almost a year ago, it was the last job I ever applied for. I didn't apply for anything else because when applying, I really actually heard the Lord tell me not to apply to anything else. And I remember thinking... um, Many months later, when I still hadn't gotten feedback about whether I'm getting the job or not, I remember thinking to myself, like, I don't know how I'm going to explain to my dad when where a year passed the time I applied and I have no job. Not because I haven't been finding a job, but because I haven't been applying. I was just like, I don't know how I'm going to explain to explain that. Like, how are they going to listen and tell him that God told me to not apply anymore? But thank God, God loves me enough to not make me go through that conversation with my parents. But I just love that I'm able to hear from him. I'm able to hear from from God. But yeah, if you're going to get anything away from everything I've said in the last two episodes, I just 
honestly, my heart for everyone is just to really, really and truly realize how much God loves you. There's nothing you can do. There's no mistake you can make. There's nothing that can separate you from God's love. And one thing about God is he will search for you. And if you are the one today, you are the one in the flock who is missing, just know that the Lord is literally calling out your name. He is literally calling out your name because he wants your heart. He really does want you. And I remember in when I talked earlier about how um, some of my relationships ended after I decided to um, follow Jesus, I remember one day thinking like, you know, I shouldn't make this about myself. Like, what if God really wanted the other people who, are in, who were involved in that whole mess? Like, what if he really wanted their hearts so bad and the only way he was going to get through to them was by taking me out of their lives, you know? I was really like, yeah, God equally, like, he just, he didn't want me only, but he wanted them as well. He wanted everyone else as well. And maybe he wasn't going to reach them properly if I was still in their lives. So I suppose they should be glad too. But like I was saying, just know that the Lord's heart beats for you and you are his passion. You are the apple of his eye and he loves you so, so much. He loves you so, so much. You just need to wake up one day and decide that you love him too. Because that's what I did and it got me where I am today. So you don't need so you don't need a near death experience to make you realize that maybe you need Jesus. <laughs> you could just wake up and decide right now that I'm gonna get to know this guy. I'm gonna get to know Jesus. But yeah guys, this is my episode of falling in love, the final part of my episode of falling in love with Jesus. And yeah, I hope I really, really, really do hope that it helps even just one person because I wouldn't want to be the only one experiencing the joy that I feel, the peace that I feel, and the love that I'm experiencing. Like, I want everyone to experience that. And, yeah. That's it for this episode. <laughs> I hope I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope it helps you. And, yeah. Um, I was supposed to put questions at the end of this episode. But I think I'm going to do a Q&A for next week. So please do send me your questions. If you have any, DM me on Instagram at dosabonani. Follow my Instagram also, guys. Uh-uh. Follow my Instagram and DM me on Instagram at dosabonani. And where else can you find me? That's all, honestly. You can send me an email at dosabonani at gmail.com. And I will reply. If you would like to work with me, please do send me an email. And... Share this episode with five people you care about. And then everyone else you can also send to them. Like the sixth person, send it to them as well. Share with your friends, your family, whoever, anyone. Share to your stories or whatever. But yeah, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate all of you guys so much. And I will see you in the next episode. But do send me questions. Do send me questions that are related to this and i will put that in the next episode so i'm gonna gather the ones from last episode and the ones i'll get in this episode and then i'll do a q and a so yeah have a lovely lovely 
lovely time of day whatever time you are listening to this i will see you guys in the next episode bye